0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Throughout this entire five-day broadcast week, the topic for discussion on our More Than Conquerors radio program will be one that's not very popular, but one that needs to be confronted head-on by every Bible-believing Christian. Over the next five days, Pastor Ray will expose and provide practical solutions to the conquering of life's four most common fears, the fear of God, the fear of death, the fear of man, and the fear of failure. Each, if not dealt with and overcome, has the ability to paralyze the believer and make him ineffective for God's use. Pastor Ray therefore encourages anyone who has missed any of these five life-changing broadcasts to contact More Than Conquerors through the living word website or by mail and request that day's lesson which of your fears needs to be conquered today
1: so many of us are not living for christ we're living for ourselves we're living for our own satisfaction we're living for our own wants and desires and we're no longer living for christ paul said for me to live is christ life needs to be about christ life needs to be about jesus first not getting too many amens on that So Paul says, for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. To die is gain. So so death, according to what Paul is saying here, death is something to be gained. Through death, we gain something. Go back to John's gospel. Jesus said in verse 25, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Now listen to verse 26. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Let me read it again. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. And he finishes that by saying, do you believe this? Which is the question that is for all eternity and is before all eternity. Do you believe this? because it's only those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ the ones who have accepted him as their lord and savior they're the ones that are going to live on forever and do not need have no need to fear death but those who do not believe in Jesus those who are living away from God and are no longer serving God or haven't yet come to know Jesus they're the ones that have something to fear and you see these messages aren't preached in churches today because a lot of people don't want to hear this they don't want to hear that there's really a hell they want to believe that everybody somehow is going to make it to heaven. And I'm here to tell you that a, that does not measure up to the Word of God the way that it is written in the New Testament. That's right. That's right. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you want to get to the Father, it's got to be through me. Amen. Not through Buddha. Good. Not through Muhammad, Not through some other God. He said, if you want heaven, you have to have, him have it through me. A lot of people don't want to preach this. And, 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 and the, the reason is because it scares people out of the church and they're more interested in having numbers than they are having the truth of God's word. I don't want to stand before God and have him say to me, have me look over the banister of heaven and look into hell and, and, and me recognize people that sat in my church in hell. This, this, would, this, 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 could be the loss of reward for a man of God to look over the banisters of heaven and see people who he loved in the fires of hell because he did not warn them of a hell that was right beyond this door called life. That's why we've got to preach it hard and we've got to preach it heavy and we've got to preach it right and we've got to have salvation calls and altar calls and call people to a higher place because heaven is a real place and so is hell. But so many, so many people are just getting intoxicated on prosperity and and doing well and success. And, 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 And a lot of our churches today, folks, listen to me, please, listen to me, follow me. A lot of our churches today are nothing other, nothing other than centers that have been sent up, set up to encourage people, to help people get successful. A lot of these preachers that we're we're hearing today in America have lost the conviction in their preaching. There's no longer conviction that makes a person think and makes a person conscious of sin and makes a person want to. Listen, my Bible says, godly sorrow works repentance. And if you read further, you find out that without repentance, there is no forgiveness. So we've got to get back to godly sorrow which works the repentance which ultimately brings us forgiveness. But so much of what's going on is nothing but motivational speaking. Nobody's preaching about hell. Nobody's preaching about heaven. Nobody's preaching about the second coming of Jesus. Nobody's preaching about the rapture because this does not fit modern day thinking and modern day theology the way we understand it. We got to get back to some of these old principles. We talk about something like fear. The reason why men's hearts are falling for fear is because we've lost the biggest fear, and that's the fear of the Lord. And secondly, we fear death because we really, I, I don't believe that many of us really understand how real heaven is, and how wonderful heaven is, and how wonderful. Being in the splendor and the glory of heaven forever and eternity really is. If we really understood that, we wouldn't fear death. We'd be like Paul. We'd say, whether I live or die, it's all going to be to the glory of God, so it doesn't matter. If I live, hallelujah. If I die, hallelujah anyway. Somebody give me an amen. (laughs) I believe you can live a lot more more uh, a lot freer and a lot more well I guess freer would be the word if you understand that you have nothing to fear and number one thing you don't have to fear death you don't have to fear it so so Jesus says here he says if you believe in him that you're living forever you're living forever let's look at another verse is everybody with me John 3.16, how many of you know that verse? You could all quote that, but let's go to it. Let's just go over these verses. John 3.16. John's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 16. We've got, to, we, we've got to remember that what sets Christianity apart from everything else is the fact that Jesus conquered Death. So we should not fear death because Jesus. See, all we hear about is how Jesus conquered poverty, Jesus conquered sickness. I believe all that. I preach that, and I'm going to preach it to my dying day. You know, Jesus conquered, uh, you know, sickness, disease, poverty. He conquered depression, but you don't hear anybody preaching that Jesus conquered death. So we're told, don't be afraid of sickness, don't be afraid of disease, don't be afraid of this. But why shouldn't I be afraid of those things? Because Jesus conquered death. Yes. Jesus conquered death. So what what can happen to me? Even if I die, I still win. If I live, I win. If I die, I win. Amen. John 3:16 verse uh, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What did he, who did he give? And who is that? Jesus. That whoever believes in him, whatever, what did he say? Whoever believes in him should not perish or die, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. So, so do we, do we fear Death. See, again, I'm going to go back to some of you won't get on an airplane because you're afraid to die. (laughs) I met a man once. Actually, he was a doctor. He was afraid to go to the hospital. He went into research because he was afraid. He was convinced that cancer was transferred through a virus. Maybe, I don't know, I'm not a scientist. But he was afraid to be around people who had cancer because he thought he was going to catch the virus and get cancer and die. People won't get an airplane because they're afraid it's going to go down. Your faith will keep you up. But even in the event that you go down and you don't make it, guess what? You still don't die. Many of us in this room have lost loved ones. I know I lost my mother, who I loved dearly. She was the most important woman in my life, and I loved her and, and looked after her. But after I, I got to the, you know, through this grieving process, I had to, or getting through this grieving process, I had to constantly remind myself my mother's not dead. Her body may be gone, but her her spirit is living on forever in the splendor and the glory of heaven where she'll never die again and she will never be sick again and she will never ever suffer fear or depression or the hurts of this life ever again. She is in the blissfulness of heaven and the peace and the protection of almighty God. So even our loved ones who have gone before us, we should not fear for them. We should know that they are in the hands of a loving God. We have nothing to fear. We have nothing to fear. This is why we've gotta preach it. We've gotta preach the message. We've gotta tell people about Jesus. Because we're talking about everlasting life. One of the things that I'm most concerned about is that the the message of salvation is no longer being preached in churches. So now what's attracting people, I I, I appreciate, where's Joe? Where are you, Joe? Joe was sharing something with me. He came out of real old-fashioned Pentecostal kind of church. And he said, well, he said, I'd love to tell you that I came to the Lord because, you know, the, uh, because I, I found out I could prosper or I could. He said, uh-uh, I came to the Lord because I was afraid. I was scared. I was afraid that the rapture could happen any moment and I'd be left behind. You don't hear that kind of preaching anymore. Consequently, people are afraid of everything today. Because they don't fear God and they're afraid to die because they don't fear. Listen, when you know Jesus and you know the love of God and you're heaven minded, you're thinking about heaven and you're thinking about your eternal destiny and you're living this life because you know that whatever you're doing here is racking up something over there and we're just passing through. Man, I'm going to tell you what, life becomes wonderful. Life is a joy to live because we know everything we're doing, it's not just coming to an end. Whatever we're doing here is racking up something over there. What did Paul say to the the Philippian church? It's not that I'm looking for an offering from you. He said, I'm looking for something that will be credited to your account. You realize most people don't even realize it, but you have an account in heaven, just like you have an account at the bank. And one day when we pass through this life, we're jumping on the other side and we're gonna go up to heaven and the accounts are going to be read when we get there. And all the things we did for Jesus and all the things we did in the name of Jesus and all the things the way we lived, the way we acted, the way we treated it's all going to be stocked up in heaven and there's there's going to be big rewards given because our accounts are going to be full. You don't know, hear this preached. Nobody even knows about that stuff. All we've created now are big churches. It's nothing but motivational speaking. Make you laugh. Make you chuckle. Ha, 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 that's great. Ha, ha, ha. It's not going to be funny when we step over an eternity's side and find out that some missed heaven. Right. But for those who believe in Jesus and those who serve God, we have no fear of death. And if you want to conquer every other fear in your life, then you've got to conquer the fear of death. And the way you conquer the fear of death is to know these verses and to know that your life is in the hands of God and that God is watching over you. And even if the enemy gets into your life or my life and snuffs us out early by some crazy thing, how many of you know some Christians that died before their time? And we sit here in amazement, scratching our head. Why did that happen? I don't know, you don't know, and we never will know until we get to heaven. The secret thing, Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. the secret thing belongs to the Lord, but that which has been revealed is for us. So even though it may not have worked for somebody else, I'm still going to hold on to it for me. But knowing all the while, if that person lived in Christ and died early, they went on to their eternal reward and there's nothing to fear. There is nothing to fear. Whether I live or I die, it doesn't matter. I live for Christ, I die, it's gain. I, I gain something. Come on, somebody say amen. This is the way you conquer fear in your life. Every other fear will go away when you conquer the fear of death. Does that mean anything to you? Go to 2 Corinthians chapter five. These are just simple verses, but we've got to be reminded of them. Chapter five, verse five, uh, verse six. So we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, that means alive in this life, we are absent from the Lord. That means from the, the glories of heaven. Obviously, we understand that Jesus lives in us, And we understand that Jesus is everywhere. We understand that by the the Holy Spirit, he's with us. But we are absent from him in the splendors and the glories of heaven. We are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Verse eight, we are confident, yes, well-pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And verse nine says, therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. So so what is, what is Paul saying here? He's saying, well, if I'm in the body, I'm away from Jesus. But if I'm out of the body, I'm with him in the splendors and the glories of heaven. See, Paul lived in this place knowing every day of his life that his life could be over. He lived with the knowledge, the full knowledge and awareness that heaven was only one heartbeat away. So he makes these statements and he says, I'm confident To be absent from the body, you know, whether I'm in the body, if I'm in the body, I'm away from the Lord. To be absent from the body is to be present with Jesus. And he says, therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to him. In other words, whether I'm here or I'm on my way there, I'm just going to do one thing. I'm going to seek to please Jesus. So we've got to deal with this fear issue in our life. I've got one more verse Let's go to John six Can't be afraid of death. Can't be afraid of death. I'm going to keep saying this, and I hope that it becomes raiment to some in this room. If, if we can break the power of the fear of death, we can break every other, every other fear in our life. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to say it again. If you can break the power of the fear of death, you can break every other fear in your life. You begin to live fearlessly in this life. What's going to happen? Because even if this body ceases to live, I still live. Amen. I still go on. So if we can, I believe it's key to get this. If you're going to understand how to break the power of fear of people, and break the power of fear of failure, and break the power of the fear of sickness or disease, you first have to break the power of the fear of death. Because if you break this, you break them all. Because then the devil has nothing to hold over your head. <laughs> He says, I'm going to kill you with cancer. He says, go ahead. I'm going to heaven to be with Jesus. I'm going to kill you in an accident. Go ahead and kill me in an accident. I'm going home to be with Jesus. I'm going to kill you in a plane crash. Go ahead and let the plane crash because I'm going home to be with Jesus and get my eternal root. You break the power of the fear of death. You've broken every other fear, the power of every other fear in your life. Come on, give me a better amen than that. All right, so what did I tell you? John 6... 640 very familiar verse of scripture and he says here and this is the will of him who sent me this is the will of who him the father this is the will of the father who sent me that everyone who sees the son and believes in him who everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have everlasting life have what everlasting life then he goes on saying, I will raise them up at the last day. That means on that day when Jesus makes his return to, to, to earth, the dead in Christ will rise up and those who remain will get caught up with him. The rapture of the church is going to raise them up on that day when that trumpet sounds. But he says, he says here, everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day. So how do we get everlasting life? How do we get everlasting life? This is Christianity 101. How do we get everlasting life? So I don't get it by my good works. I don't get it by my good deeds. I don't get it by being nice to people. I don't get get it by saying to myself, I never hurt anybody. I don't get it by thinking that I'm a nice person. What have I done? No. The way you get eternal life is by? Believing in who? Jesus Christ. Because if you believe in the sum, that's how you get eternal life. Yes. Now, to the skeptics that are in this room, I want to just give you this. If there, I heard Freddie Price say this. This is not my original, but I thought it was so good. And I, I love Brother Price, and I watch him all the time. But he said this. He said, if there is 1% chance that what I've just shared with you is correct, if there's 1% chance, and there were 99% chance that I was incorrect, is it worth rejecting this and missing heaven and spending eternity in hell for 1%? Is it worth it? Even if there's 1% chance that this is correct and true and 99% chance that it's not, is it worth missing heaven for that 1%? Now, now I don't believe, I know in my heart that heaven is real. I know in my heart that Jesus is real. That's why I've given my life to serve him that's why I devoted my entire life to do nothing but serve the Lord. But there may be some who sitting in this room right now, you're thinking, well, this is just man, this is, you know. You need to tell me, here, here's one of the things we say. You need to tell me everybody who didn't believe in Jesus is in hell? Well, by the sounds of what I can read here, that is true. And You won't hear people say that. Now, Now, let me give you the flip side of that. Jesus, God is a very merciful God. And you don't know the intent of a man's heart on his deathbed or what he has done or, or how he's cried out to the Lord. I know my own father was, was not a church man. He was not a religious man. But in his hour of death, he called upon the name of the Lord because God sent a servant across his path. So you don't know. You have to live knowing. You have to live thinking they're with the Lord because God is a merciful God. But why should we take the chance on this side by not preaching the gospel, by not telling everybody we know that Jesus Is the way to salvation and the way to heaven. This is not, unfortunately, folks, I hate to say this, but this kind of preaching is not popular today. And yet, this is the crux of Christianity. This is the heartbeat of Christianity. If you don't get this message, you don't get anything else. (laughs) I'm trying. You're not helping me here, man. I'm I'm sinking right here. I feel like I'm going down. the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Anybody that wants to get to heaven and wants to have this eternal life, you got to come by the way of Jesus Christ. He is the one. He is the one. Amen. He is the one. Oh, dear God. Let's get back to some of our basics. got to have the fear of God. We have to shun the fear of death if we know Jesus. Because for those of us that know Jesus, this is eternal life. This, we're talking about eternal rewards, eternal life. Now please let me remind you, just cause I'm preaching this doesn't mean that somebody's gonna die in this congregation. Uh-uh, I'm gonna do everything I can to fight that, that spirit of death because you, you have to live and serve God. You've got to live, you've got stuff to do for Jesus. You've got stuff, but we live free from the fear of facing death because we know even if we die, we don't die. We go on to live with Jesus forever and eternity. Can you give the Lord a shout and a hand clap this morning?
0: Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.